Hey guys, with the vaccine out and restrictions eased, this week we thought we would throw it back to a time when things weren't looking too good. This episode is back from May of last year when we were still recording remotely. For any new listeners, this is what it was truly like working at Walmart during the worst part of the pandemic. Enjoy. How's it going everybody and welcome back to the TNT Podcast. My name is Tim. And I'm Ted. And alrighty, this week is a very special episode. I have one of my bosses, Mr. Assistant Manager Dan. How you doing? Hey guys. Good, good. How are you guys? Living the dream. (laughs) Yeah, man. Living the dream. So this episode is going to be all about, more or less, Ted's going to be asking us more questions because it's going to be me and Dan, you know, us working in a retail environment during a pandemic, which is interesting to say the least. I think you would agree with that. <laughs> Very interesting. Um, that's what we'll start off with is um, just how we're dealing with how we first dealt with it. Um, when we, when it first started happening, when if you know, the virus first came to the United States, no one was really taking it seriously. So I think we were all hoping that it would just blow over. Obviously that didn't happen. And when it started getting worse and worse, you know, us you know, working at Walmart, we were, you know, if we get it, that's one thing, but if our families get it. That's a completely different story. Um, so h- how were you dealing with that aspect of it? Pretty much go to work, work my shift, pretty much for the first m- month, pretty much wouldn't go near anyone, which we we were allowed to do. Like they told us, like, instead of, walking people to like if they asked us a question of where something was we were allowed to just tell them hey it's here we didn't have to walk them to it we could just be like oh it's over there in aisle whatever aisle it was in and then like just that that alone is like was a weird culture shock at work because you're so used to just being friendly and like being like oh i'll bring you to it yeah, of and course. We like as you know, we like would work our whole shifts and then pretty much feel like we're just going to bring it home to our families. So when when I got home, I pretty much more or less stripped up the door, threw all my clothes in the washing machine and did laundry every day, like do laundry every day just to work wash my work clothes. Yep. And then, like, the masks at first weren't, like, a big thing. And then all of a sudden they were like, okay, you have to wear these masks. And as you know, like, it is impossible to work with those masks on. If you're pulling a pallet, if you're moving boxes, like, you can't even breathe. Yeah, doing any physical work is impossible. It It just makes it so much more difficult. So much more difficult since, you know, we live in New Jersey and they made it state law that in order to enter anywhere, whether you're going into a restaurant for takeout, coming here to Walmart, anywhere, you got to wear a mask to go inside. 
and that that oh that caused so many issues just in itself that one thing so we would we weren't able to let anybody in because when it first when governor murphy first signed it into law you know we have all these people who didn't know it was a law and that we're not unable to let them in because they're not wearing a mask and then just have we have to have somebody at the door counting how many customers are in the building which is it's definitely something different because i mean none of us have really lived through something of this magnitude um but as for me getting home every day it's take my shoes off at the door not even walk in don't touch anything i just go straight to my room that's why got my lights all over there behind me (laughs) wipe down my phone wallet keys um radio everything Gotta wipe it all down, wash my hands, everything before I can even say hi to my dad, my brother. Can't can't do nothing. Can't do nothing. It, it it's just completely different. And then, like you were saying with these masks, oh man, doing anything physical is you can't, you can't breathe. So I find myself any minute I can, I just step outside for a minute just so I can rip it off and breathe for a few seconds. Especially, right. you know, they, they supply us with masks. Are those N95 masks? No. No. They're no, just, the, so like any, any place that is supplying masks, they're just supplying surgical masks. Okay. Which they're effective but really not as effective as an N95. So, like, whereas an N95 is, like, 95% effective, the surgical masks are only 75%, because they're not meant to be worn as long as they are. Right. No, because at first we were allowed to take two every day, and then once the state state made it, um, you, you have to wear them, then we could only wear one, and wearing only one for however long we're there, nine, ten hours, you know, it's impossible. Man. Especially was, having the least bit of a beard, the things get all, oh my, they rip the things apart. Yeah, I wore one of the N95 masks uh, the other day, and it's just really, uh, really weird on the on the beard. Those, mm-hmm. those like, hurt my face. So... Like the N95s, the weird thing about those, they hold tighter than yeah than the other ones. So like the surgical mask, the only reason why they really like shred like that if you have facial hair is mostly because you can ask Tim. Before the pandemic, I never touched my face. Like my hands would never be by my face. Since the pandemic and the mask, my hands are always by my face because they're always adjusting. I'm always adjusting them. Like right. me. Me, I don't. I I agree with the mask as to why they're they want people wearing them, but as for like the whole keeping your hands away from your face, it's impossible. It is because yeah. the masks make you want to adjust it because if it's not sitting right or it's not comfortable, you sit there and adjust it. So 
what I started doing is I have a little thing of hand sanitizer that I carry around with me at all time. Me too. And my hands are shot from it. Oh yeah. My hands are completely shot from it just because like you're afraid to touch anything without using sanitizer. Like I find myself even like sanitizing my debit card after I get gas on my way home from work. So it's just like, it's a, it's a weird culture shock, but like this whole thing is, yeah. Like, because yeah. like Tim was saying, like we've lived through epidemics before, but we've never lived through a pandemic. Like we've lived through the swine flu, which we I had. Through, we lived, yeah. Tim actually <laughs> I had. ended up getting that. Yep. And then, like, we lived through SARS CoV 1, which was a form of this, but not as bad as SARS CoV 2. So, like, we, we, me, I was, when the first strain of SARS went out, I was probably, I want to say, eight. Sounds about right. Yeah, twenty years ago. Yeah, we were we, was were, we were basically just born. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was eight. So like I sort of remember it, but I don't like the the cases weren't as high. the the death The death, the mortality rate, if you want to be politically correct, wasn't as high, yeah. and it just, I guess. The, the the whole world didn't actually like get affected by it so it wasn't as bad yeah so like it's just weird that like if you would have told me at the beginning of the year that we'd all be wearing masks i would have called everyone crazy yep true now at the beginning of this we people would walk in wearing masks and we're like oh my god check out that guy yeah, like now it's it's just the norm. It's it's weird that seeing people wear a mask, gloves, it's weird seeing that that's the norm now. Probably to even recognize anybody with it on. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's kind of like you saw these people every day for as long as you worked there without these masks on, and now you just don't see their face. The customers, you don't see their face, so you don't even know really who you're interacting with. All you see is eyes. Yep. And like the the weirdest part for me is like when you just see eyes, most of the time you can just see like how they're feeling. So you see like the fear or the sadness. Like you you can actually see someone better because you're not looking at all the other features. You're just looking in their eyes. And people's eyes tell like a million stories. Yeah. So it's just like it's weird just going from being able to see like everyone's full facial features to just eyes. Yeah. More or less just their eyes and a big mask. Yeah. And you're, but, you're right for saying exactly that. It's a culture shock. That was, that was a good phrase for that. Like nobody has lived through something like this. Oh no. Nobody. Well, actually there's a guy who actually has, there's one guy that lived through two of them because he he actually lived long enough for the Spanish 
flu I, I did, yeah, in I did 1918. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Yep. So like that, that for like him now, like, sorry, I'm like, went completely like <laughs> curveball, no, but like, no, you're good. It's like, it's, that's actually, it's not cool. Like I feel bad for the guy he has yeah. to go all over again, but like, it's kind of cool that like, he kept the positivity, even though he knew going he what we were about to go through. And this guy, like you read the story about it, and this guy like actually ended up getting COVID, and like he it? just kept the positive, yeah. And he just like kept the positivity. So it's like, it's it's weird how like some people can just stay so positive even in troubling times. They're just so positive about everything. Yep. That could tie us into yeah. our next thing. Customer-wise, you know, I always have, for the most part, great majority of the customers I deal with are all perfect, perfectly fine, you know, people. <laughs> Couldn't think of the word in the moment, but, you know, perfectly pleasant people. Ever since this started happening... People are getting more and more on edge. We're getting into more and more arguments over stupid things. It's just... It's different. You know? So, I got... <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll add in on that, being that majority of the times I am the one that gets called to handle most of those arguments. <laughs> handle... Upset customers, all that. So, at first, it was limited. People understood. They oh yeah, like if we were, were understaffed, they'd oh yeah. I completely understand. Now it's like people are fed up hearing that quote unquote excuse. Yeah, it's not, it's not an excuse. Being that that we have a lot of associates that were so I would say they were they were allowed to take leave away from work because of fear and the, and, and that's a hundred percent okay because okay. Walmart employs a lot of people from different walks of life different ages different like just they employ so many people and like it's just the fact that like people were so scared and walmart was like we can't being that we're an essential business we can't make them come to work if we can't penalize people for not wanting to yeah which is a good step for them i yeah if because how are you going to tell someone oh yeah this is can be very deadly but you have to come here Yep, you have to come here or you can't have a job. Yeah, like, that so like, right. like they handled that amazingly with giving leave. Um, if someone thought they were came in contact with it, they were given leave with pay. So like, and even people that didn't come in contact with it, they were able to use their their time to get paid so it's not like they're even out of work and not getting paid if they got the time they can use it and you know 
Yeah, I, I agree. They, they even, handled that. Yeah. Great. So that'll lead us into the next question. How do you think Walmart has handled this situation as a whole? Well, being that I'm very involved with all that, like, I, I tell people all the time, I think from the top down, all the the things they put in place, um, the the um, professional cleaning, if like if they saw a spike in cases in stores, they would shut it down and do professional cleaning. Um, if the stores had overnights, they would have them come in and do sections at a time, professionally cleaned high traffic areas. Like, I just feel like they really did a great job on trying to keep everyone safe, but still be able to be open for people to come in and buy what they need. Um, Agreed. So I feel like they handled it in a very professional way as best as you can. Yeah. Because nobody saw this coming. Yeah. And how, how can, how can anyone just be like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And it's a hundred percent. So they've been changing it as things go to make sure that it's with the, the, I would guess limitations that States are, are putting in place. So they're, they're doing it. They're not even doing it based off of every store. They have to do it based off of every state with their limitations that they're putting on businesses. So I feel like they, like from the top bottom, they've done a very good job at being able to do that for every store. Cause not every store is the same. Not every store has the same amount of foot traffic. Not every store has the same amount of associates in it. So I feel like they really did a good job on that. No, I, I definitely agree. I think, you know, Walmart has its issues. It's definitely not a perfect company, but the way they've handled this, honestly, I, I commend them. They, they really did a great job in not only, you know, trying their best to keep us safe, but the customers as well. You know, me being over the front end, which is a obviously highly trafficked area. I try and make sure my registers are cleaned as often as possible. You know, being all that stuff that gets touched, whether it be by different cashiers or different customers, you, you try to the best really. I mean, like you said it perfectly. I, the, and also to to add on to that, they added all the sneeze and cough guards in yeah. front of every register, every every area that you have to be face to face with a customer. They added these these like plastic like shields that kind of hook in and wrap around the registers, so that way, like when the cashier is handling a customer, they can't like, if they do sneeze, it's going to hit that plastic. It's not going to hit the cashier. Yeah. So like, I feel like they really did a good job. And then like, I know in the pharmacy, they built, like they went in and built full on a huge, huge like window. 
which yeah. I, I saw that because they called me over one time for an override or whatever it was. And I'm like, dang. <laughs> yeah, they, they have it made over there. They're yeah, in their they little do. box. They're, they're good to go. They got their own little world back there. But yeah, no, it's it's. I I feel like they they did do a really good job on that, but I also feel like they they really put it in the hands of their employees as well. Yes, and I feel like our our store as a whole did a really good job on on upkeeping the cleanliness, mm-hmm. making sure we went and actually stored use these automatic sprayers that we could put sanitizer sanitizing cleaner in to do all the carts. Yep. I do and every, also, every time they bring in a line of carts, if I'm standing there, I'll pick it up, spray all just, the handles yep. as much as I can. There's no agree that that was a good point that, you know, they put a lot of trust. I would say yeah, trust. That's a good in their for employees. It. And the management of the building. Yep. Agreed. That brings me to another point. (laughs) I've always said, if I was a regular associate, and I wasn't within management now, (laughs) I honestly, I might have taken that L away. (laughs) I see, like, I don't know. I don't know. So, like, I've been with the company for 10 years now. And snowstorms, I've gone in. Me too. Every like, nothing's stopped me from going in. Yes, even in the management level, did I think about it? Of course, because. But was it for me? No, it was because you think about your family, you think about your friends, and that was before they did this whole quarantine thing where you. You couldn't go out. You couldn't do this. And like, you just think about your, your family and friends. And you're like, well, if I brought that home and got one of my family and friends sick, like, could I live with myself if something bad happened to them? So like, I feel like that's where the first initial, like, do I take this 14 days or not? But then as time passed, you see that it's really not going anywhere. Yeah. So what's that 14 days going to do? Yeah. So you're gone 14 days, you come back, you're just as exposed. What's the point of not working if you're just going to come back in 14 days and be just as exposed because it's really not going anywhere. It's not as much as we want to hope like and it's a, it's good to be hopeful but like they're really not making a lot of headway with it as as they are kind of containing it yeah so they're doing a very good job containing it but they're not doing a very good job of finding a way to get rid of it so like in my mind i took that as why am i going to take 14 days if Nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change in 14 days. True. See, the only... Obviously, if you get it, that's one thing. (laughs) Like, obviously, you can't go to work. But, and of course, you know, before all this, 
what, maybe a month before, I was still a little department manager, you know, the pickup department, didn't have much to worry about. And then, boom, I get a promotion. Oh, yay. And then, hey, pandemic. Yeah, that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, if you don't mind me saying, like, you've stepped up very well to to that. that. And Thank you. <laughs> you've taken that role and have done a good job with it. So. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I try. <laughs> I try. I mean. Um, well, I lost my train of thought. I got him rattled. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, even at my level, you're still above me. So you can still tell me th- to do things. I'm like, fine, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> but it's usually only stuff that needs to get done. Like oh, stuff yeah. that we know needs to happen. Yeah, definitely. But I think I'm going to loop it back. I gave I gave them a little tease. Of the customers. Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah. The customers. Oh, boy. Dan's, uh, I know Dan has stories up the wazoo about this. <laughs> you want but, me to start it off for you? Yeah, you could start it off. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear this, man. Got to take a sip. All right. So, at, like he was saying, at first the customers were great. They were okay, yeah, we understand, like, we get it, like, and mind you, it's still winter, so, like, when that first happened, it's February, everyone knows it's cold in February, so, at first, oh, we get it, we understand, like, there's a line, we get that you're not allowed to have this many people in the building, so we understand that there's a line, Then, after that first initial 14 days of them doing that, and, like, it was weird that it was two weeks of people just being cool with it, like, understanding. Yep, we never had an issue with it. They were completely... And, like... We were were getting them in not much time, and they got it. They, They were almost glad we were doing that. Yes, and, like, we got a lot of thank yous. We got a lot of, oh... You guys are awesome for coming into work. Oh, we I got that. I got that a good yeah. amount of times. People calling me a hero. Oh, thank you for coming into work. And we're just sitting there like we're working. Like yep, we, it's our job. Yeah, it's our job we, to be here for you. We literally came in and did the same things we would do if there was no pandemic. Yeah, my. I mean, besides the extra cleaning, but we yeah, besides all the extra steps, but like the coming we, into we, work part and doing yeah. that part that was always the same yeah but but like even even that like we still had maintenance we still cleaned we still did yeah. all that like like it wasn't that big of a of an offset for us it was just the fact that we kind of put in the back of our heads like okay we're gonna go to work we're not gonna let this scare us and we're just gonna keep working so it was pretty much after four, and it was weird that like they say fourteen days, and after fourteen days, like I'm telling you, the customers went from like awesome to most of them went to. It's like we flipped the switch. They they flipped that switch, 
and it was almost like a video that you see on the internet of a Black Friday like line and like people just yelling and people like berating you like and it got to the point where like you're just sitting there like okay we understand your part of it but you have to understand ours mm-hmm. we're not forcing you to stand in that line outside in the middle of winter we're not closing our doors so you don't have to sit here and stand in the line in the cold. Like you can always come back tomorrow or you can always come back the next day. Like we're not closing. And we would try and tell people this, like we're not closing our doors. Being that we were deemed an essential business, our doors are not closing. And like people just like, it was almost like a hysteria. Like they, they were not, they thought if they didn't get in right then and there, they were not going to get what they needed. And it was like, we're sitting there trying to tell them like, Hey, like you guys need to relax because you're going to make it to where we will have to close our doors. Yep. Too many people come and we have a, line say that's deemed unsafe then what are we gonna do yeah or or say people just say forget us and don't want to listen to us and just storm in like we get shut down yep and then we're out of jobs and they are out of have nowhere place. to go yeah. to get what they need and we we're trying to like really nicely be okay, like try and make them be okay with that and they just weren't and i remember <laughs> like the third week into the pandemic um someone was in line screaming at another customer oh yes that and was tim a- tim yes tim was, was right there so me and tim are outside on our break we had been there for like four hours non-stop so we were yep. like, okay, we just want to go outside and take our masks off, hang out for a little bit, and then for our breathe. 15 minutes, breathe for 15 minutes and go back in. Then all of a sudden, this customer just starts screaming at another customer. And I'm like, okay, like, they're just yelling at each other. It'll die off. And then that's the end of it. Well, ended up not dying off. Oh, no. Oh, boy. So then me being in my position i had to intervene so i'm like all right guys like knock it off i'm thinking it's two guys arguing but then all of a sudden it's this guy and this lady and i'm like oh okay like i have to approach this a little differently so then I'm like, and the the like it's it's gonna get a little politicky, but not really. But then the guy screamed something. I'm not gonna say what, but like little, screamed little, something. Little, little and reasons. Yes, and it was oh, something no. like I don't agree with that. Nope. So I told the guy, all right, just leave your cart and leave. 
like I'm not allowing you into the building because we don't believe in that. Like you're not coming into our building. So then he turns and puts his focus on me, which that's fine. That's what I was trying to do. Like put your focus on me because me, I don't care. You can call me whatever you want. It is what it is. So like finally he gets his focus on me and then the lady comes and I'm like, ma'am, like step on the side of the barricade. I'm going to remove you from the situation. Like, so like I let, and then he comes walking up towards us and I'm like, okay, this is gonna, this isn't just the end of it. And I'm like, okay. So then the guy comes and is pretty much like, F you. And I'm like, and I'm sitting there like, okay, like, leave. <laughs> like, I don't want to have to call the cops on you. Just get in your car and leave. So then he's sitting there and he's like, he starts off with this racist comments again. So like me, I kind of just had to get one like shot in there that I can. You have to, so, I mean, you can't so, just get berated, berated, berated and not yeah. like. So as, he, as, as he's screaming his racist remarks, I was like, I was like, you obviously don't know American history then. And he looked yep. at me and he was like, like, gave me like this the weirdest look and i was like you obviously don't know american history i was like and i asked him i was like are you native american and he looked at me funny and he was like no and i was like then you're an immigrant too so all the racist stuff that you're screaming i was like i was like you obviously don't know american history and you're telling everyone else to leave this country and if you don't even know the history of this country you're the one that should leave and everyone just started cheering and clapping. Oh, that that part was awesome. Yeah, and the it entire was, line of customers just started yeah, clapping. Oh, that's around. awesome. Oh, it was, that's that awesome. Was awesome. And it was just like it was just like okay, I got I got my shot in. Didn't didn't have to call the cops. Got my shot in without having to even do anything that I wasn't allowed to do. But then. Here comes my second one. And this came about four or five days later. <laughs> well, it came about four or five minutes later. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> this, this is like four or five. <laughs> sometimes it's like that, though. Some, sometimes yeah, it's it one Seems after like another. It. And it's just like, okay. like, and So now I got this little bit of a reputation with the managers as... <laughs> Person who's gonna intervene with all the arguments? Yep, the one's just like, I don't care. You know what? <laughs> call Dan. I'm going in. Just call Dan. Call Dan so, and deal with it. <laughs> so, I'm walking up towards the front end, and there's two other managers there, and all of a sudden, this guy starts cursing at them, and I'm like, okay, and I'm waiting for them to like react to it. They don't react to it. And then one of the managers who's, like, I'm close with, like, he's one of my friends. The guy turns to him and says, like, some messed up things. And I think, oh, was this about I the may, shoes? I, what? Was this one the one about the shoes? 
No, the the one who made fun of my beard. Oh, oh. Oh, so, was that, oh that was when all of us were right there. Okay. I yeah. So I'm always he, a part of this too, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tim Tim's just standing in the background like, what? <laughs> no, I if I have to intervene, I'll intervene, but when it's you, I know you got it. Yeah, so like <laughs> so they're just standing there and they're they're like letting this guy just talk down on them and I'm like I'm like, this is our store, like, and we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Like, okay, I'm going to stop this. So then finally, and mind you, we're a family store. So if anybody's sitting there cursing at the top of their lungs, regardless, like you're going to leave our store. Like, we're not going to allow that. It's a, Yeah. There, and there, there was, there, there always is like, even during this pandemic, like people are bringing their kids in. Which is that's another, another yeah, yeah, that's another, but like, so finally, like, again, I get the guy to turn his attention on me and like, I don't, I don't, I guess I'm just good at either talking someone down or like just being ready for whatever they're going to do. <laughs> so like he turns to me and then he starts saying some stuff to me and I'm like, I'm just, I'm just like, okay. I was like, now you can get out of the store. Like, now you can just leave. And he turns to me, and, like, I'm not even joking, like, a grown man insulted me because I had facial hair. That's that's the best thing he could come up with, is that I have facial hair. And I was like, and I, I literally looked at him, and I was like, yep, started growing it at the prime age of 22, not a day before. <laughs> and, uh, I would have started laughing in his face. And like, I, w- I wouldn't be able so to. So, like, this guy didn't like that. He didn't like that I just casually went along with what he said. So then, like, him not even knowing me, like, and this is what I like about people. They don't know you. They don't know what you do or what you're about. Tells me to take my work vest off and come meet him in the parking lot. <laughs> I kid you not, Tim as my witness. Yep, I was this there. man oh, said that, and like me forgetting I'm at work, I started to unzip my vest and walk towards <laughs> oh, him. And one, of the man- one of the managers had to run up and be like, "Okay, Dan." And I was like, he clicked me back in, and I was like, "Oh, what am I doing?" Like I'm at work. <laughs> Dan's about to be like, "I bet I'll meet you out there." Yeah, like, and I'm just like, "Okay, well, it. that's a good Let's thing dance. that I'm, it's a good thing that the managers have my back because I almost made a big mistake." Like, and that was the last time someone, well, not the I, last time. I, I had to hold you back once. I remember. You yeah. probably already know. It was one customer about their online order. They were pissed off. I was dealing with them. It wasn't ready yet, blah, blah, blah. So they bought another one. I helped them cancel it. Then I want to see your manager. So I called Dan over. This lady's not getting it. Not getting it's a freaking pandemic, you know, whatever. Not getting it. So then she's ins- insulting us. We were like, all right, I can't help you anymore. So we walk away. She's still shouting stuff. And I'm like, Dan, come on. Nope, we're not dealing with it. Yep. Let's go. Stop. <laughs> we got to stop. Because, like, like, after a while, you just, like, no matter what, like, you always just want to take one little, one little shot. You just, one little win. Yeah. You can insult me as much as you want. I just need that one. I get yeah. that one in there and then we're good. 
And I think the the best the best one was was the the last one where I start stopped responding to people calling me up to these things because like it's just like after a while I'm just like okay like I'm tired I'm stressed like I'm should not be going up to these altercations because like obviously if I sit there and unzip my vest like <laughs> I'm not thinking right but the one day it was just me and two of our female managers and this guy started going off on one of them like going off and I just hear over the walkie like Dan we need you up front and it wasn't any managers it was just it was well it was one of the the department managers and it was one that like doesn't really talk to me much like has no real need to like we don't interact a lot so I was like okay that's weird so I start going towards it and then I hear so I I hear one of the team lead one of the other team leads which is a, a manager position. Yeah, that's the position I'm in. Be like, be like, oh, Dan, don't worry, I got it. I'm like, okay, but I'm still going to go up there because, like, I can still hear this guy screaming. So, like, I'm still walking up there. And then all of a sudden, the uh, the team lead is like, Dan, you need to get this guy out of the store right now, like on the walkie. And I'm like, okay, like I need to get up there. So like now I'm like kind of doing a little jog up there. (laughs) And then I hear this guy say something and like this, I'm not going to repeat, but like he said something that like called him a name. Yeah. Like, and it was, it was like a a very derogatory name. And I snapped like not like snapped and like, but I literally just went up to the guy and was like, get out of the store right now. And the guy literally turned to me and was like, Oh, what are you going to do? He was like, I'll drop you right in the middle of the store. And then he got outside of work, Dan, (laughs) because there's, in work Dan and then there's outside of work Dan and at that point I just stepped up and was like I was like sorry guys there's a bug in my house (laughs) (laughs) sorry so then sorry so then I stepped up and like I was like I was like you can try but I was like you do realize if you swing at me, I'm allowed to defend myself. It's fair game at that point. And I was like, I'm very good at defending myself. So I was like, you can try that. Better be a good first hit. And I was like, I was like, but I guarantee you swing at me. I was like, you won't even hit me. And being that, 
I wasn't backing down from him. He thought just because, and that's the biggest thing. They think because you're at work, they can just do whatever they want or yep. say whatever uh, they want to you. They can. They think they can abuse us. Yeah. Nope. So like the fact that I didn't back down from him, it scared, it literally scared this guy. And like, he started walking away. I was like, I was like, okay. And then I guess the, the customers behind him and then the customers at the register to the other side of him turned to me and go, great job. You handled that. Awesome. And I'm just sitting there like, thank you. Did you not hear what I just said to him? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> and they, they were like, yeah, but like what he said, like, and you defended your associate and you were not going to let anything happen to your associates. They were like, you, you handled that awesome. And I'm just like, well, it, it's like any situation, like, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to make sure that nothing happens to the associates or the customers. And you can call me whatever you want, whatever. I don't care. Yep. You, you start going at one of my associates. That's, that's when it's over. It's done. A hundred percent. And you know, that's how I am. Yep. Oh. See, my stories aren't as good as yours, but <laughs> I only have, other than the one I said before, that was both of us. I, I, got, I got two. I got two that I, th- I think are worth, uh, worth saying. The one I th- think you were there that day. I'm pretty sure. So I'm just, at, you know, I'm the front end team lead. That's my place. That's what I'm in charge of. So I'm up there. And I was talking to another associate in the self checkout area. And all of a sudden, I hear these two women just start screaming at each other. And at first, the human in me just sit. You know, standing there like, oh, I wonder what's happening. Then I'm like, wait, no, yeah, it's my job to go find out. <laughs> so that's when I go over, I'm like, okay, okay, what is happening? Then they start telling me, oh, this one hit this one with a car. This one says it's on purpose. That one says this. That one says that. They're screaming at the top of their lungs to each other. And I'm thinking they're going to start going at it. So I just, I get myself in the middle of both of them to make sure no one did nothing. They're both checking out. Oh, God, it was the worst. It was, you'll know what I'm talking about. It was the belted lanes. So they were right there across from each other. It was the worst thing that could have happened. They're screaming, screaming, screaming. I'm like, look, you can either stop, finish your purchase, and get out, or you can just get out. I don't care who hit who. That's it. And they're still just murmuring to each other, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just standing there like, hello? Pay for your stuff and leave, both of you. That's exactly what happened. And they're in the parking lot. I think they're still yelling, but at that point, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sure it was funny too, because at those belted self checks, like if you're not tall oh. enough, all you could see is their eyes. Yep. So I'm sure it was funny because they were just <laughs> screaming at each other, just seeing their eyes like oh my over God. the that top was like of the it. The worst spot because they're just facing each other. <laughs> oh Man. my God. But then my second story, I gave them a little tease. It, it's not it's not as juicy of a story as Dan's here, but it just happened, so I was really pissed off. <laughs> so it was closing time, end of the night. So I lock the doors, go to walk away. 
I hear some some guy saying, hello, hello. Like, oh, sorry, we're closed. And I was doing like a, like game over or whatever. We're closed, we're closed. So then I hear him go, bang, 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 bang. Start banging the crap out of the door. So I turn to one of my associates. I'm like, just let him in. I'm not, I'm not dealing with it. Just let him in. I'm not going to hear him start trying to break into the building. Just let him in. So he let him in. This guy comes in hot immediately. Starts screaming at me. Oh, don't you know what effing time it is? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, starts calling me. You effing idiot. You effing retard. Every name under the book. Every name. And I'm like, look, I let you in. If you're going to, if you're going to keep insulting me, you can get out of my building. He goes, oh yeah, see, see what happens when you do that. See what happens. You'll be sorry. You'll be sorry. And I'm like, if you keep threatening me again, you can get out of my building. Then he keeps yelling at me. I'm like, just go shop. Oh my God. I was livid. See, you're you're nicer than I am. That's the problem. That's, I, because if that was me, I would have been like, okay, now you can turn around and leave. Because at that point, like, I would have just, I would have been like, <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, okay, you can leave. Oh yeah, see what? Ha- yeah, okay, okay. Saying this guy's yeah. threatening me. I'm like, this guy says one more thing, I'm gonna kick him out. And if he doesn't leave, I'm calling the police. Yeah. And, like, it's funny because, like, like I I know most of the the PD from where we're, our store is. So, like, I know most of them. So, two of them, I have their personal numbers. So, it's like, <laughs> hey, I need you down here. Like, and they're like, oh, really? Because, like, it's a small town. Yeah. Like they have not they like not that they have nothing better to do, but like, oh cool, we go get to have a little fun, like and they <laughs> so like Yeah, no, you're you're nicer than I am then. I, I was so close to kicking him out. I really, really was. I'm like, it's the end of the night, just let him shop and get out of here. I'm not gonna escalate this more, just let him go. So then he goes off, you know. I'm huffing, puffing. I'm pissed. <laughs> I was still putting those stickers down. So me and like, I'm like, God, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> then of course, okay, we finished that. So I'm just up front, uh, inside where the carts are, you know, la- last few customers, we announced stores closed, you know, last customers are flowing out. This guy comes back up and starts talking to one of my customer service managers. And I see him saying stuff to her. So I see this guy. I'm just, Dan, you know how it is. The two metal, like, okay. Facing self-checkout, the metal, like, fence thing, whatever you want to call it. That's right next to the self-checkouts for the cards. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just, like, leaning my arms on that, just looking at him. Like, what are you going to do, buddy? What are you <laughs> going to do? Say, so if you start yelling at her, that's it. You're gone. But no, he was just talking to her. I'm. Sh- he was complaining about me. I talked to her afterwards. He was saying, oh my god, this guy... I don't remember what she said, but... Complaining at me, about me, calling me more names. Then he walks away from her, starts coming back to me. I'm like, still leaning like, oh, here we go. This guy wants, <laughs> this, this guy wants some more. He, he starts going, you need to go see a doctor. There's something wrong in your head. He just kept saying that, that exact thing. There's something wrong with your head. You need to go see a doctor. And yeah, it's like, called We're Closed. <laughs> it's called We're Closed, buddy. Go. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Have a good one, buddy. Stay safe. He's like, I don't need your well wishes. And I'm like, nighty night. <laughs> then he said something on here, and I screamed louder, nighty night. <laughs> and he left. And I'm like, that's, that's like, I'm done. I'm going home. <laughs> Man, like, the, one, the one night that I don't oh. close with you. Yep. The one night you leave a little early. A little. I left like 10 minutes early. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's because I was scheduled till eight. Usually, it's eight thirty. Yep. If it was eight thirty, I would have been there for that. Oh, probably would have probably would have had a better story to tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I sh- I probably should have kicked them out, but it would have escalated it more. Then it, I'm sure I would have had gotten the police involved. Because th- this guy, let me tell you, I could already tell he had a temper. So I knew he was not just going to let it go and just say, okay, whatever, and leave. I knew he was going to drag it on, probably threaten me some more. So I'm like, I know it's not going to be the end of it. So just let him go into the store. If he says says something on his way out, that's one thing. But I just, <laughs> I just went, and let him go in. The ones with the tempers are my favorite. <laughs> Oh, that—that that is my story. That happened two hours ago, and I texted. Not gonna say her name. Texted my immediate manager, just saying, just in case it goes up the ladder. This is what happened. Oh, and she's like, "You're okay. You're okay. J- just relax. Go home." I'm like, Pfft. after that, I put a few more stickers down. I, I'm out. <laughs> Yeah, m- most of, most of the time, if the customer is cursing back or saying derogatory things, they they're not going to report it. It's usually never the customers that are screaming back that report things. It's the ones that are yelling about, "Oh, you won't take something back for them." Like okay. those are the ones that complain, but. I probably will have a complaint against me, actually, now that I think about it. That brings up a point before. I just walked back in for my lunch. Excuse me. Clocked back in. And um, I'm standing at the service desk with my CSMs. They're sorting. So I'm going over the plan for the night. Who's going to be doing this? Who's going to be doing that? Whatever. Um, This customer walks in saying, saying, where do I return something? And I say, oh, you know, I was very nice. I'm going to... I'm going to be honest. I was nice. <laughs> I said, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. Our re- our service desk is closed for the night. Uh, then f- flip a switch. Are you effing kidding me? This is the only reason I came here. I work from this hour to this hour. I'm like, I apologize, ma'am, but our return desk will return, will open, you know, at 7 a.m. tomorrow. You're welcome to come back. She, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I worked this to this. I can't make it here. I'm like, I'm sorry, ma'am. And she's screaming, still screaming, swearing. I'm reporting you. I'm reporting you. I'm like, go. You, that's fine. That's fine. See, in that scenario, that you, you're, <laughs> that's when you go. All right, ma'am. So if you work from this time to this time, you should know that your business closed at this time. Our business closed at this time. Yep. See, that's, that's how, that's what I say when people say that, like, like everyone thinks just cause, so like 
Walmart has businesses within inside their business, mm-hmm. whether it be money service, whether it be return center, whether it be photo, whether it be online pickup, vision. Online. So like they have like businesses with inside their businesses that do not operate the same time as the store operates. They and like people don't understand that. that. Nope. Nope, they don't. So I'm saying we're closing our stores 830 now. Before all this, it was midnight and the service desk closes at 10. So it only makes sense. Store closes 830. Service desk closes 630. Only makes sense. But no. But in that scenario, normally, I would say if they were polite and said, oh, I work from this time to this time, I'll take care of you quick. But when you come in all hot already, then I'm like, nope. Yeah, it's like it's like you're you're literally just trying to belittle someone into like scaring them to do something for you. Like if you're just nice about it. More times than not, I'll be like, of course. I'll be like, I'll take care of you quick. Or I'll say, hey, can you take care of this customer quick? Something. If they're polite about it, that's one thing. But if they're, I say, oh, sorry, it's closed. And then flip the switch, you're angry, yelling at me. Nope. I'm not going to. I'm not going to go out of my way then. It's fun. (laughs) But I think that wraps up our our customer bit. (laughs) Um, I think we should go into a little bit of dealing with the staffing issues because we, we mentioned it before, but on a grand scheme of things, it affected everything. So when this first, you know, got bad and, you know, everything started shutting down, that's when, you know, a lot of our associates, you know, either didn't feel safe or didn't want to risk their families. So they took the leave of absence, which like we said, it's completely fine. I don't blame them at all. Um, and that left us with, at the best day, maybe even half our staff at our best Less. day. Wow. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm being optimistic there at half. There, and, there was a couple days where like, if management and like the elevated positions weren't there, we would have probably had no associates. Mm-hmm. Yep, there were days where it was just all of us, other than maybe five associates in the store. That's crazy. It's tough when, you know, we have all these people who want to come into our building. So we we do have a max number from the state, but if we don't have the associates to meet that demand, what are we going to do? Let in all these people with... One one cashier, and expect it to go smoothly. That was the toughest part of it. You know, thankfully now we got some more people back, so it's better. But for a while, it was bad. We had nobody. And then we like, like, and then we when it came to like losing people that came in close contact with someone that had it um all that like pretty much at first they were like 
if you even thought you were next to someone that had it, you had to self-quarantine for 14 days. You could not come into work for 14 yep. days. Yep. And then they started saying, oh, if you were with them for X amount of time, then use caution, you know, stuff like that. They started yeah. knowing a little more about the transmission of it. But yeah, that was the biggest thing. You yeah. know, that was bad. Like you said, it was less than half most days. Yeah. And the the worst part about it is like, so in our store, we just had rolled out the online grocery pickup. Oof. Trying to run that during the start of this pandemic. And you was, didn't even have your department manager. Yeah. At the beginning of it. Was the worst. That like, was bad. It's stress yeah. it was like it's stressful enough having a team. Like when so you might get 30 orders, but 30 orders could be close to 1,500 items. Yeah, so you that you have 30 to, orders of 20 each or 30 orders of 100 each. So it was pretty like much one person, me, running around getting all the orders off the shelf. And that's where while the other one just runs them out to the people picking them up. Yeah, that's where you would have to pull everybody else who knows how to do it in the store. Obviously, me included, since I used to run the pickup. So that might have been my downfall here. Why did I do that? <laughs> well, if I remember correctly, that's my fault. <laughs> you, you put me there, and then I got promoted to DM. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, it was, it, was a, it was a mess. Like... And it wasn't, like, anything we could do anything about. Like, and then, then the worst part was, so, like, at first we did temporary hiring, which was awesome. Yep. But then when people realized, oh, I can make more on unemployment than I can working, nobody was applying. Yep. Like we got a lot Every of time we would call someone, no, I'm good. No, I'm good. Are you sure you put your application in? No, I'm good. Like so it's like that was even worse. So it was just like we're sitting there trying to trying to hire people and like they just don't want to work cuz they're making more unemployment than they are if they would come work. Yep. That's that's true. I mean, because yeah, it was great. They really sped up the hiring process yeah, instead we, of it taking two weeks to hire someone. One day. One day. Wow. Literally one day. one day. Everything gets back the next day. You could be at work making money. Yep. Like Ted here. I didn't tell you, Dan. Ted here was this close to joining the party. I was. And then he was. he didn't want to risk it, which I don't blame you. Yeah, no. I had, it was okay. between two choices. It I get to two be choices. Your boss. Yeah, I had two choices, but then I realized, I was like, you know what? I might just not take two choices. I'll just kind of sit back and wait. It's not risk Yeah, no. Most, most people, people are doing that. And then, like, I don't blame people for doing that because, like, 
me, if like my family wasn't already out there working, being that my brother is a cop, so he's out there already. Mm-hmm. My mom works for a company that is an essential. So like she's out there. So like for me, it was just like, okay, like what's the point if they're going to be out as well. Now that's that's the same for me. My brother's a police dispatcher and my dad works for a PSE and G. So they're both essential as well. So they're both going to be out at work. Why, why would I stay home if they're going to be out as well and still come home? You know, what's the obvious, what's the difference there? It, it's, right. I might as well stay at work. Obviously in my elevated position now, um, I have to be there. <laughs> um, you know, that like tomorrow, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm already coming, coming in on my second day off. I'm taking one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I had to, I, I know. I know we're trying to talk about something serious, but I uh, I had to lighten the mood a little you bit. Gotta. But this this whole thing has just been mind blowing. I can't. Can can the guest ask a question, or is that? Yeah, Ted, do you have any questions for us? No, I'm the oh, guest. You're, you're the guest. I, you're <laughs> the guest. Well, the, Man, yeah. Ted, he's kicking you out already. You see that? <laughs> so like. I want to know, so like from Ted's perspective, being that you took those, you are quarantining and you aren't working, like how has that affected you? Uh, Well, you know, it's been tough because, you know, there have been days where I've just been bored out of my mind and just trying to make the days go by quicker. It's tough because, you know, you're not making money and stuff because, um, I don't know if you listen to the other podcast, but I worked at uh, two places, uh, two gyms, and yeah, I, I teach kickboxing for, uh, for those places, and uh, and it's just tough because you just can't do that. And I've been out for since what two months now? I think it's been pretty so, much. Or yeah, damn. yeah. I'm so, shit. Yeah. I'd be sad if I couldn't do like because you seem like you like kickboxing. You oh, seem very man. upset. <laughs> You seem very mm-hmm. upset when you said like, that you were him, two months out of kickboxing. Like yeah. when I started at Walmart three years ago, I told him he he's been working there for a few years now. For about years. three, about three yeah. now. I told him, Ted, you can be making so much more money here. He's like, No, no, but I like it. But I like it. But I'm like, Money, bro. <laughs> No, I just sometimes, I really love it there, you know. Just sometimes money isn't worth it if you're doing something you love. Yeah, yeah. I just couldn't leave a place where I, I I enjoyed it too enjoyed it so much. Where you play your own music for the class and you know just have a good time with it. Just make it's your it's your class. No one else is there. Like no bosses or anything like that. Yeah, it's just really cool to kind of manage the whole place and stuff. So it's just really cool to have a job like that. And then pretty much it just gets ripped out. Now, like, if you don't mind me asking, is that job still there? Yes, it's still there. Uh, but it's just right now, the state of it is just unknown because of you know, all the stuff yeah, going when, on. When, you know, we, we had a podcast all about that. You know, when is stuff like that going to reopen? There's no 
There's no way to know. I'm a terrible guest because I have not gotten a chance to listen to those yet. <laughs> so I'm I'm on a podcast that I've never listened to yet. <laughs> Oh, that's all right. I kind of just sprung it on you. I was like, oh, yeah, so, Dan, you know my friend Ted that you met, like, twice? Yeah, we started a podcast uh, beyond it. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> and then it took you, I, and, like, being that, like, at work, I'm working so much. Like, it took him two weeks, actually. I was supposed, we were supposed to do this, what? A week uh, ago, probably. And then last <laughs> night. And I, I went old man and fell asleep at 8.30. <laughs> oh, man. No, the thing with... See, for me, unless I get asked to come in early, my shift is the same every day. Whereas you, you open, you close. You close, you open, you open, you close, you close, you open. It's all... it's Or I open and close all on the same day. You never yeah, know. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, I were being that we're going into inventory, like, oh, in the middle of all this, it's like... I've my my shifts are usually ten hours to start with, but being that we're going into inventory and there's just a lot to do preparing for it, my shifts have been anywhere from like twelve to thirteen hours, and like he yeah. said, close open, open to close, like so it's like that's why I have the the nice little bags on their mouth right now. That's why I am glad. That even though with this promotion, I'm at a higher management setting, but I am still hourly. Thank God. This guy. <laughs> that was our girl. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, no. I see where is like, I was joking around about him coming into work tomorrow. Like, if I was told that, like, I would actually have to be there. Like, yeah, there is no being like. Is, I can just say, but I'm not scheduled. <laughs> or. Or like, oh, I have something I have to do, like, which I actually do. I got the last yeah. finals and stuff. Yeah, you got still you coming got... in Tuesday, six a.m. Can't wait. Yeah, that's my my twelve hour shift day. Yay! See, and I almost said her name. Told you know who this? You know when she asked me to come in, I was like, if you asked me a week after this, I would say I'll come in and I'll stay till whenever you need me, whether it be five, six hours or it be 12. I don't care. It is what it is. But no, I got what? Two more finals, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> At this point, it's all blurred together, but yeah, almost done. Um, Ted, see, you see, have... but Ooh, on, sorry. Oh, sorry. See, but I wish I was in Ted's shoes. Cause like, one, I mean, I know maybe not like the whole not getting paid and all that, but like just having having a month to like diffuse from life, mm-hmm. having like having that slowdown period because like I've worked for this company for ten years, so it's just been like go 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 go. Yeah, so it's I, like I feel like that I've only been there three years. Yeah, when only when, three. <laughs> when they started shutting down businesses, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to get to slow down for once. I thought that too. I, like I was talking to my dad. He's like, you're not going to be working. What do you think? It's, you know, you're not like a stop and shop or something like that. But, like, but we sell. Yeah. Food. So and like, then, I felt like it was a little bit of a gray area. Almost. Yeah. And then it was like, 
it was like, okay, well, they shortened the hours. I'm like, okay, here it comes. Then they're like, okay, we're going to bring in professional cleaners. I'm like, oh, nope, we're staying open. Yep. And then all of a sudden, here comes the list of essentials, and their Walmart is right there. And I'm like, okay, not slowing down. <laughs> the train keeps going. Yep. <laughs> but, like, I could see that. I could see it being, like, stressful, being no work, you have bills to pay, like, all that. And then, like, oh, here, here's one check for 1200 bucks. Yep. One check. Which I I didn't even get that. Neither. Really? No, my, my dad still claims me as a dependent. Oh. School, so I, I didn't get nothing. I got, I got that bonus from Walmart, though. And we're getting another. Yeah, so that's that another. another thing. We, yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, so us. They, they actually rebudgeted a lot of things to give. And even even in my position, a little bit of an incentive. Um, and then they actually just restructured again to give us another one. Yeah, so it, it's cool. Like, they're really, like, looking out. Yeah. I yeah, know. I, I've, had, I've had my gripes with the company, but the way they're handling all this and supporting us is... I give them props. I mean, Man. I can't really think of a better way to say it, but um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> he he gives them props. I give him props, Ted. Yep. Um, before we wrap everything up, you got any questions for us on anything well, we talked about? Oh, good. You guys covered a lot, so you guys uh, did a really nice job. That was really yeah, we good. Tried definitely guys. extra long episode here. One, yes. one note's funny too, Ted. I'm usually a person of like when I'm talking, very few words. <laughs> like, so you guys got a you you got like for you guys to get me to talk for almost an hour, like. Props uh-huh. and and Ted barely did anything like no you we, like like he he was get, get, given his chimes and I almost felt bad but like I guess it's the this episode that you guys were doing it was more like like us talking to him than yeah. really yeah we've had, a, we've had a few like that <laughs> we had Ted hasn't watched anything Star Wars. Till recently, okay. So okay, whole, hold on. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, I know. It's what? It, I've yelled at him. It's it's okay. <laughs> I, what? I, made, I forced him to start watching it though. He's watched the whole original it's, trilogy. Okay, after like once you hit the fan, have you seen hit the Phantom Menace yet? That'll be the next one. After that, it's crap so if if that's the next one and even that one is a little yeah so like i like everything after phantom menace that's also because you're 12 years old (laughs) hey the first movie i remember seeing in theaters was episode three okay well then (laughs) i don't know what's wrong with you then (laughs) 
Oh man, but yeah, the point of me bringing that up was we we've sorry Ted have had had a couple that Ted couldn't go all too much into, but there'll be more when it'll be flipped. Like he'll be going off about football, and I'll just be chilling there in the background because I well Ted, when you do that, bring me back on, <laughs> and me and you can. I got you, man. I got and you. And then and then Tim can just sit there quiet with I his know. with his Lysol wipes back there. <laughs> Hey man, I'm a I'm a big uh, Baltimore sports fan, so I got I'm I'm all about that. Oh. I'm a college college sports person, if you couldn't tell. Got the Ohio State on. Oh, I so see you got a Buckeye. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So, so most people think I'm a front runner. Can I show? I know what, people aren't going to see that we're on a webcam. Let me show you something real quick, because most people say I'm a front runner. Ready for this? Hold on, I have to go get it. Give me one second, guys. Uh, disclaimer, Tim doesn't know what they're talking about. Because Tim, 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 doesn't, <laughs> Tim doesn't know sports very well. I mean, I played sports all my life up through high school, but, like, not what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I played baseball, soccer, and then I did track in high school. That's it. <laughs> I've done football, basketball, baseball, did a lot, soccer. Okay, see the year on that? 2003, 2004. Okay, wait, where's my thumb? There it is. What does that say? Mr. Daniel. What does it say next to it? Oh, it's gone. Have a career? Oh, at Ohio State. <laughs> 2000, hey. Since 2003. Because <laughs> it's funny, everyone tries to call me a front runner, and I'm like, no, no. It's been a thing since I was in... Shit, what, what grade was I in? What grade Third was I? That's what I guess. What? Fifth grade. Take a wild guess. Sixth. Oh, well, it's dismissed. Thank, thanks for taking a year off. Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> Alrighty. I think we will go ahead and end this episode here. Definitely an extra, extra long episode here, but there was a lot to cover, and I'm sure once we hit that stop button, there's going to be something, dang, should have said that, or we didn't even bring up this topic. But we could always do a part two, something, once all this is over, and you know, wrap it up into a nutshell, but Definitely covered a lot in this episode. Um, thank you, Dan, for coming on. Yes, thank course. you. Thank you guys for having me on. Of course. And of course. when we do that sports one, you are welcome to come back, and then I will go t- have a nap in my bed. <laughs> 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 and I'll just randomly add in, like, oh, yeah, 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 I agree. Oh, yes. Oh, that team's great. <laughs> All righty. Guess we will catch you guys next time. Everybody stay safe out there. Peace out. Peace, guys.